And we're back. Welcome back to Stocking Spurs. 40-ish minutes of football adjacent frivolity with me, Patty. I'm here with Acid and Toby. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, Patty. Welcome to the season finale. <laughs> wow. I can't believe we've made it, guys. Welcome to our 22nd episode, also known as the last for the season for the 1920 English Premier League season. I Little did we know when we started this a year ago, yeah. almost now, that we'd make it this far. And I mean, well, far, sixth place, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Technically in Europe, so yay. Technically in Europe, we did make it by the, the skin of our teeth and... Uh, <sighs> Lots to discuss. So today we'll be covering, obviously, the last three games that we uh, had to play against Crystal Palace, Leicester, and Newcastle. And we'll also be doing our social media roundup, but a special as well, bidding adieu to one of our Spurs legends and the love of my life, Jan Bertonghen. But before that, Toby, Acid, how are you guys feeling about these past three games? I did not see this coming. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I guess relief is one of the leading leading emotions. A little bit of disappointment as well. I guess relieved that we made it into a Europe spot and disappointment that we didn't make a Champions League spot. Like in the past, I guess I've been I've been a really spoiled Spurs fan throughout my Spurs fan life that like I turn Europa League spots into a dig at teams like Man City or whatever. And at the end of the season, when we're safely in Champions League, I'm always like, hey, Man U fans, enjoy Europa League next year. And now we're in that spot. So it's, oh. I mean, we take it for granted, no? I've only been a fan for, what, two years now? And the first <laughs> year was, holy shit, we made it to the Champions League finals. And the second year was, holy shit, we just barely made it into Europa League. So what a fucking roller coaster it's been. Toby Mourinho, I, I saw a tweet that when he entered, we were at 14th place. And somehow, I don't know if we're supposed to thank him, uh, <laughs> but we made it to sixth by Chelsea's good graces of defeating. The Wolves. Thanks, Chelsea. Should we also be thanking Mourinho? Yeah, I mean, I think I've got to eat my words a little bit. I mean, they've definitely turned it up. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm a bit I'm a bit speechless because I, I didn't have these high expectations for the end of the season. I think I was just going into like kind of protect sanity mode and get ready for if we're not going to be in the top six. But yeah, it's difficult to make sense of those results. Like against two good teams, Newcastle and Leicester, I guess Leicester has been plagued by a bit of injury and they've kind of been off form recently, but delighted by the result. I'm sure we'll get to the Crystal Palace game, but even in that, we had a lot of luck, which sometimes you just want to have on your side. But you also had a sense from the attack that they knew where they were going when they were going forward with the ball, which you hadn't seen in some of the fixtures previously, like Bournemouth. You know, most certainly we had no idea where we were going with the ball. So Crystal Palace, it was a bit of a disappointing 1-1 to a team who hadn't scored in four games, who had lost like seven on the trot. So that's where Mourinho will still be criticized is, I mean, what we got to come up with the goods. Like, And Kane even gave the game away in the post-match conference. He said, oh, well, we heard the, the result in the other game. And so we, you know, we knew we could just play for the draw. 
And I don't know. I'm sure that comes straight from Mourinho because that's that's not yeah, that's, what Spurs fans want to see. That's not the way we've. That's not the attitude that we've had in the past. Yeah, under Pochettino, you would imagine it would be like, oh, okay, good. Now we had the result. Let's go and play some free, attacking, expressive football with the amazing players that we have. Yeah, and and go and win like get big time. Young yeah. kids in to get some experience. Get Jan in to do like a, a final lap. I, I, I don't know, you know, things like fan servicey stuff. Because, <laughs> mm. I mean, we often get criticized for not having the trophies on the wall. and But I don't know. I think Spurs fans, we do expect a, the best football, like the, the beautiful football. And that's why I've, I've always wondered if Mourinho is a good fit, because he's so results oriented that something else comes at a detriment, I think. Half-hearted thanks for helping us get into six from 14th. I don't know. I'm still, jury's still out for me on this man. I guess we should also thank Sir Harry Kane. Or is he a sir? I'm not sure if he's a sir. I, I, I knight him be. now. Let's yeah. just call him. He should be. Yeah, Sir Harry Kane, who came through for us in all three games. Two, like, two goals, 60th and 90th minute in the Newcastle game. Two goals again on the... Buster game, and then finally, like our one, our lone goal in Crystal Palace. Harry Kane scores when he wants to. Definitely, I mean, he's definitely playing the beautiful football. I mean, him and others. Lucas Mora is having every time he touches the ball, it's like you know, flames come out of the back of him because he's he's so ferocious about what he wants to do and how ambitious he is to to score and to create opportunities. And some of Harry's finishes were just like best best in the world caliber. So yeah, it's definitely promising. So I mean, it just bewilders me even more when you have that much quality, like you suddenly take your foot off the gas and don't go full Man City style, don't go Liverpool style and just start racking up the score if you can. If Harry Kane is like a thoroughbred, it's like trying to like rein him in every time he starts to to jump, you know, jump on his form, which... You're right, like so many people helping Harry along the way from Mora to Lo Celso. Bergwijn. Even Bergwijn, exactly. Bergwijn coming in and just tapping it into him and, and great goals there. But I guess another person I just wanted to thank as we end the season is Captain Hugo Lloris. Oh. Crazy ass saves. Leicester 3-0. Leicester, after all, was comfortably sitting in the top four for quite a bit there. And that's why I was just so scared to go up against them. But I don't know, like precious shoulders. Hugo seemed to get that under control and, and everyone defensively, obviously. But go, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where would we be without him? I think... Yeah, totally. Would it be fair to say man of the last few matches? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we had somebody like De Gea in goal. We'd, we'd definitely be in like 11th or 12th. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see Roy Keane's notes about that. But yeah, without Hugo, I definitely don't think we would have got these results in particular. And I, yeah, we definitely wouldn't be where we are now because our defense hasn't been up to scratch. I mean, Dyer is still finding his feet. Sanchez sometimes still finding his feet and they'll get there, but it's not a Champions League defense at the moment. Well, we aren't in the Champions League. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we aren't. It is not. It is a Europa League. It's yeah, a Europa defense. League defense. Yeah, so. I mean, that's probably a fair <laughs> Right finish. where we need to be. Yeah. And only barely because Europa is supposed to be fifth place and we're sixth. And we're only in there because... Because uh, City won the yeah. League Cup, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, well then, double luck for us. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Au 
overall though, as we know, the season, I mean, is definitely not, I don't think anybody saw, especially with COVID on top of all of this, no one saw where this was coming, but any other hopes, dreams, what can we expect from the next season? Uh, I know they keep saying that, yeah, give Mourinho time. This is his time to like, you know, get the team on his wherever they have. I don't know how many weeks of rest. All the players are now on holiday. What what, can, what do you think we can expect in the next season? Yeah, so the next season starts on the 12th of September. I think that's when the first games are being played, which is incredibly soon. It's like, it's practically August right now. And to like think of the start of the new season as only being a few weeks from now is crazy. Totally ignoring that constraint, I think I'm a really demanding fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting us to go for the title next year. Absolutely. Like we need to have by the end of the season, I would love to finally win the Premier League. I expect us to at the very least get a Champions League spot comfortably comfortably had not like by the skin of our teeth barely just depending barely on others getting, results depending on others results Mourinho needed time to adjust he's had what half a season he's gonna have a preseason so no more excuses bitch deliver the <laughs> <Wow>. goods <laughs> yeah. I like it I mean asset asset is always pushing us to be our best I like it yeah I've seen what we're capable of we need to do that and more yeah definitely I mean, I agree. It's like to get to this point, it's been two steps back since we fired Pochettino and one step forward, meaning we're still not where we were over the last few years with Pochettino. So as Asset said, there's there's no excuses. I mean, COVID or otherwise. So you, we had some time for tra- players to train even more at home and get even fitter. And I mean, it definitely hasn't affected teams like Chelsea playing well and Man City crushing it, like looking like they're going to go and demolish Real Madrid in the Champions League. So yeah, there's definitely no excuses for Mourinho. And I I hope and think the fan base will judge him like how he deserves to be judged because he's considered the special one. He's the results guy. So he's got to come up with the goods. Otherwise, he can hit the doorway. Yeah, he can get, he can fuck off. Um, but before he <laughs> fucks what, off. According to Google yeah. Translate is what Toby yeah. meant. Yeah, what, I, what, what Toby meant. To and say. the Kumbaya master, you know how they have the anger translator? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's Toby's anger translation. I, I agree. I don't know the feeling of winning the Premier League. That just feels like such a pipe dream, but I'm all for it. And I think Mourinho keeps saying, yes, I want to win like Europa League. And I'm like, sure, bring it, sir. Yeah. Like you, you better, at the very least. <laughs> at the very least, bring us the Europa League. What's Is there still like the FA and the Carabao Cup? Yeah, Who FA plays in that shit? Cup. Yeah, we could do yeah, that. You know what? Bring it all, motherfucker. <laughs> bring it all. It's getting spicy. So, yeah, no. You know what? We just want results. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they brought him in for a reason and you know Levy wants to see that medal so I'm with him and hey supposedly that's what Mourinho's for so bring it ending optimistically I guess is the season like it looks like Harry's getting his groove back and I mean Moore is always phenomenal I mean Lamella played really well showing great finesse and strength in the final third Hugo looking amazing as usual. There's a lot of bright spots for sure. I think, can, you know, depending how the offseason goes, if we get a couple of signings that we need, it, we can we can be optimistic about next year for sure. I mean, I guess we'll have another special in the season break for transfer market special. But all the rumors now of whoever's coming, I don't want to address it yet. But we, we do, I want to see more from like Tangy. Uh, the, the ones we got this season, 
I want to see more of, well, Lo Celso clearly giving his worth mm-hmm. and like just so exciting to see him. Bergwijn would love to see more of Gedson, mm-hmm. Fernandez. Like, I don't know where he's at, but excited to see all these people. Jaffet, Tanganga in the, in the yeah. back, given he just signed again. Skippy, all our little boys turning into men before our very eyes. Totally. And with that, thank you, Toby, for joining My us pleasure. on 22 episodes. Thank you. Yeah, a good, a good end of the season. <laughs> really pleased about the last few weeks still in the days still can't believe we we met and lots of good lots of good football to come there's a very exciting champions championship playoff tonight uh, continuing a guy called scott parker who manages fulham uh is doing well in the championship playoff trying to win the last spot into the premier league so yeah and they've got uh, josh onama who used to play for spurs so they've got some yeah so that's that would be good for Fulham to come through, and then the Champions League coming up as well early August. So that'll be that'll be fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're not in it, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, at least we'll get to see Bayern probably crush Chelsea. That'll be fun to watch. Yes, please, yeah. would love it. Thomas, the guy I like, isn't Bayern, right? Thomas Mueller. Yeah, Thomas Mueller. Mueller. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe First I'll watch that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're we're tight. Me and Tom. Me and T. Yeah. yeah. Nice. T Muse. All right. Thanks, cool. guys. Thanks, Thanks. See you next season. Holy shit. Yeah. See you next season. <laughs>And we're back. Welcome to your favorite part of the show, the social media roundup. So in this section, Patty and I are going to talk about all the social media posts that we want to talk about <laughs> this week. <laughs> they come from Spurs official, they come from the players, they come from fans, all of that. If you guys want to follow along so you know what we're talking about, check the episode description or the episode notes and you'll see the links to all of these posts in there. If you happen to spot a post out in the wild that you want us to talk about, just tweet it at us, at StockingSpurs on Twitter. So this is going to be a really special social media roundup because it's covering the entire season and there's so much to look back on, there's so much to look forward to, so we're kind of splitting up the content into that. There's going to be the looking back, which includes a very special hashtag thank you yawn section. Thank you yawn. A looking forward section. And what you are all here for, baby of the week. Which, surprise, surprise, we're also going to be crowning the baby of the season. The season, baby. We may we may have reached sixth place at the table, but this baby topped our heart. <laughs> anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, we're laughing now, but we're going to be crying in a second. So grab your tissues because it's time to say thank you, Jan. <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> Acid. Uh, I I know that we saw this coming, but just seeing it unfold as the weeks go by really, really broke my heart. And yeah. You know what? In every office, when someone who's been there for a really long time finally leaves, someone always takes the initiative to put together a video <laughs> tribute. And we are thinking during the last game, oh my gosh, when is his despedida? That's like, I guess, Filipino for going away party. And then within hours of asking that, um, the official Instagram posted a video of exactly that, a Despedida picnic video where they show, I guess, little interviews with his co-workers like Dyer and Winksy and Hugo and Sun talking about what it was like to work with Jan in a professional capacity all of these years. And it's, I don't know if I've ever cried at a Despedida video before. I cried. We were literally discussing this acid right before. For 
it got released. And I mean, we've seen players like Dembele leave and we saw the retrospective for him. It was mostly like a one-on-one with him and like uh, showing him how his first interview went. Obviously, Jan was there too. But Jan, I, I, this is my first like big leaving and like getting an entire video. And I was crying. To be fair, I also got my period on that day. So I was really an emotional mess. I was in tears. Yeah. And it's like, you just look at the video and it looks so happy because it's shot during the day at a really happy looking sunny looking picnic and everyone's in there oh i'm going to a picnic clothes yeah and then you watch the video really and you listen to what's being said and it just it just slowly breaks your heart um there's a few cute moments in this video that i think are heartwarming moments in this video that we want to talk about and one of them is the one-on-one interview with dyer mm-hmm. and dyer's talking to the camera and he's telling the interviewer what jan has meant to him and then i think he like glances off camera and then he's obviously spotting someone talking to him off camera then dyer says oh here i am trying to say something good about jan and he's making fun of me or something which i think encapsulates the bromance really really well there's another moment with i think winksy this time where it the camera's on winksy winksy's talking about his relationship with jan and he points something out what should have been obvious i think winksy refers to jan as one of his big brothers and that was like an interesting way to see their relationship i guess as a fan you don't really notice and they're all kind of the same age and they're all on the same team but then like from winksy's pov he was like a little kid coming up through the academy and jan is this older brother figure who he learns from and relies on and supports him no it was really like tough to watch it i think especially being captain hugo award the really cheesy framed caricature that everyone signed that really made me laugh because i was like really? yeah, it's like oh my god all of the lamest offices in the world <laughs> will give someone a caricature of themselves on the last day and it was so weird to like be taken out of the emotion by that scene oh damn even they get these cheesy gifts <laughs> Spurs, they're just like us. Yeah, and of course, yeah. offset advice, Spawn Con, I had a WC watch for, for him and Vorm, who of course kind of got overshadowed with this whole thing. But of course, Vorm has left, has come back, and Jan obviously means a whole shit ton to this team. So I, I think it's sweet that they did it together, but that whole video, like I've watched it way too many times now. I feel like the spectrum of emotions of video has me incredibly happy for the team photo shoot at the start of the season. And incredibly sad with this one. And I don't know how the team will be next season without Jan. But we're going to have to try. I think what also struck me is how Jan was documenting his last days. But it just sucked because Jan isn't very active on Instagram. He's very active in liking stuff on Twitter. But here you could see that his last training session, he did like a picture of his, his boots on his last game, his bus ride, he did a selfie with Dyer and Delhi, and you're like, Jan doesn't do selfies. Like, what is this? It really just like it crushed me. And all this, like, and you could tell that he was also trying to like, at least for me, I, I saw this as like trying to make the most of the last couple of <laughs> yeah. sorry. I'm such yeah, a mess. The, it was the last look at his shoes that broke me, I think. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. He's feeling that it's all slipping away and he's trying to hold on to it. I guess you've covered the inst- the emotional stories. roller coaster that was his Instagram stories. Two days ago he also posted a multi-photo post 
which is kind of like a photo retrospective of his time at Spurs. And clicking through it is also like an emotional roller coaster. And you really, you remember this journey that you've taken with him. And you, yeah, it's just, it's another stab through the heart. <laughs> it's a series of photos of him at key moments. He accompanies it with text that says, So my time at the club comes to an end, a sad day for many reasons. I will miss the friends I've made here, the staff that make the club run, playing at the amazing new stadium, and of course, you fans, Patty and Acid. <laughs> Thank you for all the support over the years. You're welcome, Young. You know You're what? Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you click through and you see images of him doing the Super Young celebration, which we saw a few times, and we will unfortunately not see again. You see a photo with him and Dembele, another beloved Belgian on the team who has gone. You see a photo with him and his best friend, brother from another mother, Dyer, and Vorm in the background also. P.S. Thank you as well, Vorm. Um, that night, that epic Champions League night, it's just this photo set will tear your heart apart. I think just the cover even of him, like him leaving White Hart Lane for the last time before they moved over and he's the only one in color, the rest of it is in black and white. Like, stop it, Jan, stop it. Um, I know a fan posted it or some, like a photographer, I forget who posted it on Twitter and I like that he reused it and he was like, yeah, that's a good photo. I'm, I'm gonna use that to uh, stab people's hearts and make them cry along with me. Sports official obviously got in on thank you, Jan moments. Uh, and they asked fans to reply with their favorite moments. And obviously, my personal, I'm a new fan, but in my recent history, that last minute header against Wolves is always key. And it's so it's such a nice thread to see all these lovely moments because then Spurs official would then retweet the fans' uh, replies with the actual video of when it happened. And it's like so many... Jan has been there for so many of these moments and it's just nice to see how a player who has booted up solidly giving performances is acknowledged for it. So thank you, Jan. Thank you, Jan. Yeah, I'm in the same camp that last minute header against Wolves and the knee slide celebration is my favorite knee slide celebration of all time. I screen grabbed that. I took a video of that. It's And I watch it when I want to feel pumped up. It's amazing. So if I have that saved in my desktop as a favorite Jan moment, you wonder, I wonder what Dyer has saved on his desktop <laughs> as a favorite moment. And the answer is on Twitter. So Dyer replies to this and he tweets a photo from, I'm not even sure where, but is this Aston Villa? Is this, I get confused with Aston Villa and West Ham's kit, but it's one of these teams. (laughs) And the player is, I guess, going for the ball and Jan is trying to stop him from going (laughs) for the ball. And in the process, pulls down the guy's shorts and is staring at his ass. I described it, but it's better if you guys look at it. Check out our episode description for a link to this photo that you cannot unsee. I think it's Aston Villa, based on the crest, <laughs> but I can't like I can't look at anything but this guy's exposed <laughs> ass. Sorry, Jan's expression of Ugh. yep, yeah, this is this is crazy. Like it, it's a good time from one expose to another. Jan giveth and Jan taketh. Everyone obviously has greeted Jan. I think just to point out, Winksy had a little group photo with him at uh, after the game, after Crystal Palace game, and. Wow, Jan really needs to take this break because he needs to head to a beach and lie in the sun and get some get his tan on. Clearly, he's been cooped up at home, you know, working out. The abs are there, but the paleness is also there. So 
put some sunscreen on yan and enjoy the warmth of the sun around your kids and your wife and just enjoy this time off. Yeah, yeah thanks Wingsy for bringing it. it to our attention. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of that last game, the whistle blows and the players go to greet each other. You see it after every game, but there is something about this game that was just super, super, super heartbreaking. And it was the moment where Jan and Harry kind of share a hug and then Jan walks away with a kind of grim... Is it a grimace? It's a grimace kind yeah. of expression. And I think all the fans felt the same thing watching that, and we all felt like, ah, damn, this is not the way it was supposed to end for someone like Jan. He should have gone out, like, skidding on his knees and feeling triumphant after scoring a last-minute header. And just ex- encapsulating that sadness, we had an Instagram post from a fan named Matthias who screen-grabs the, the hug and the grimace, and he says, Bye, Jan Vertonghen. It was not the way it was supposed to end, but we have loved every minute of having you in our club. Sorry it ended this way. Thank you, Suvaryan. I think that's every fan just having a tinge of regret, you know? Like, we wish him the best, but we... I wish it wasn't this way. We got a lot of we got a lot of posts from everyone, from Sunny to Lucas to, of course, Toby Alderweireld and Musa Sissoko bringing out his dad collage. But I mean, everyone was sweet. And what what I really appreciated about all these goodbyes is that clearly Jan made an impact on them. And... It didn't feel like lip service. It really felt like a lot of heartfelt thank you. So from Acid and myself, thank you, Jan. And we'll see you maybe. Defensive coach, come back. Come we'll, back. We're ready. Welcome back, Jan. Hashtag welcome back. <laughs> As we look back <laughs> a little bit beyond that heart-wrenching emotional roller coaster, there's other stuff to look back on. So there's a tweet from fan account transfers. Well, it's a fan account that covers transfer stuff and other stuff as well. I mean, they did a side-by-side comparison that you kind of just want to leave out there in the world and just, you know, leave it up to the people to judge. Or smart <laughs> listeners. The better, I don't know, uh, attitude towards goal scoring. So check it out. It says, one of these players scored two goals in one game. The other scored two goals two games in a row after being constantly written off all season. The levels in class and professionalism is staggering. And it's just a side-by-side capture of how Harry reacts to scoring and how a certain player from another team reacts to scoring. And you can just see Kane being the classy man that he is, scoring his 200th club goal and dedicating it to his teammate, Serge Aurier. Harry is nothing but class, and that's why he is Sir Harry, or OBE, MBE. His Royal Highness. His Royal Highness, exactly. Prince of Wales. What else? Our Lord and Savior, Harry Kane. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Harry, you keep doing you. Fuck the haters. More classiness or more, you know, of excellent quality. From one son of England to the son of South Korea and the world, we have Sunny. Sunny, of course, <laughs> cleaning up all the goddamn club awards. Honestly, I want him to spread it out. I'm really happy for him. He won, I mean, all the, the fan awards, the player awards and everything. And he deserves it completely. But I kind of want Sun to be like, hey guys, like I want it, but my choices are because like just just to spread, you know, variety around. Uh, he did a clean sweep though, and and well deserved. This this boy has well been deserved. working his ass off uh, this season, and I mean working his ass off, winning Asian Cups, getting exempted from military service, serving the mandatory two week military service, graduating at the top and of that class. Match of the days. Goal of the season. Exactly. So, you know what, Sunny? Take it home. 
Congratulations. I guess just as a goal celebration he had against Newcastle, just really quickly, if you check it out on Instagram, I really am excited to see more of Lo Celso and the bromances he's forming with not just the Argentinians, but Sunny as well, because we'll, we'll include the link here, but it is adorable. It's two cute boys coming together, just, you know, coursing around, a little piggyback on the back. Oh my gosh, if, if Sunny does a piggyback, I'm going to cry because that's so Korean telenovela. And it is. he's a Korean. So this is like classic. This this shot is very classic Korean novella of like, oh yeah, it's me and my oppa. And okay, I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go. Feel your K-drama fantasy, son. Go for it. Go We for are here it. to watch. And we come to the final post under looking back. Everyone by now has seen that shot that everyone, all the players have posted on Instagram of like the final group shot after the final game inside the dressing room. And we just want to highlight that same shot, but in motion. It's kind of like a behind the scenes look at that shot shared by Spurs, the Spurs web on Instagram. And it's a video of that picture being taken. It's... It feels like a watered-down version of the Champions League group photo, like, in, in the locker room. Yes. I mean, nothing beats that. But I think, for what it's worth, this season has holy shit up and down. So it's still nice. And I'm glad that the coaching staff wasn't part of it. Sorry, Mourinho. Like, okay, maybe you can have a separate <laughs> photo where all of you are in it. But I'm glad that yeah. the team, like, the first team, all got together and, and yes. did it. And it's also interesting to see who... Like, went in for the hug to Jan right away and to Vorm as soon as the photo finished. And even the positions yeah. of who was where. And just tears. Again, I'm still a fucking emotional mess after all of this. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, on that, I also find it fitting that it's just the players. Because these are the guys that started this season together and they're the ones ending it together. Yep. So it's nice that, like, the people who weren't really exactly. part of it. Like, so you guys can join it next year. Cool. When you finish the full season, hopefully, who knows? Maybe Poch yeah. will come back mid-season. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we are all. But there's so much to obviously look forward to. And one of the things that we can look forward to is people signing on. So we did say goodbye to Jan and we did actually say goodbye to Ericsson this year and a couple more um, transferred out and, you know, whatever. But we have so much to look forward to, including signings of from 2024-2025 all the way into the future. First of all, Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer, we love Eric Dyer, Eric Dyer loves us. They did a fucking whole campaign for this from black and white teaser shots. I honestly thought it was a Hugo Boss ad, like a partnership yeah. ad on Instagram. Like, person. is Dyer launching a fragrance? Exactly. What's happening? Like, it was this teaser of pen, like a lapel. It was crazy. I was like, is this is either Audi or Boss. Like, it's that level of production. And you know what? Deserving. And then, of course, they reveal that it's Eric Dyer uh, actually signing with the club again. And it's, it's wonderful. His caption on his personal post was, same club, new chapter, and he's in a nice crisp suit, which makes it all just very classy. But what I love was Jan, sorry, still bringing him up, replying to <laughs> this um, post on Twitter saying, yes, you can pay for a barber now. <laughs> We will miss that banter. Their bromance is real. I hope they stay friends and like stay in touch. I mean, if Musa didn't leave for China, they probably would stay in touch. So hopefully if Jan stays in London, I don't know. Um, before he leaves, I hope he and Eric get a couple more bro dates in. And now comparing that kind of <laughs> launch, fragrance launch level announcement 
renewing, we now see Skippy renewing with, I would say, no fanfare. <laughs> Seriously, the shot, the announcement is like, maybe Skippy just arrived at a training facility in the morning and he went to the cafeteria to maybe grab a coffee and then he's kind of like walking over to the pitch to like report and then someone just kind of stops him in the hallway and says, hey, Skippy. <laughs> It's do, you have, do you have a minute? Because we need to like let you. We need you to sign, and we need to take a photo so we can announce it. And he's like, "What now? Can't it be like later? Because we're training in a few minutes." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna take too long. Just come in here, hold this pen, sign your name there. Okay, smile for the camera. Okay, bye." It it really felt like that. It's like, like it's like you know when like it's class picture and everyone is told to wear like the gala uniform or whatever and you come up in your PE uniform and you're like what I thought it was PE uniform. <laughs> because he's he's wearing the training kit it's not like the uniform no, it's not the official no. Hugo Boss suit no it's just Oh, he showed skippy. up on a Tuesday morning and they're like, hey, we have a photo shoot now, sorry. He was like, oh my god, can I just borrow a shirt from someone? And they're like, no, 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 it's a, you don't have time for that. The photographer needs to go. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think you, you noted here that Ericsson did a comment. Congrats, Skip. Yes! Yeah, yeah, I guess bringing some, a little bit of fanfare to the occasion. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, Ericsson, Ericsson stops comment. by to say, congrats, Skip, with a high five. Uh, emoji no but really excited to see skippy grow further and hopefully get more time yeah. on the pitch i think though coming from the eric dyer relaunch eric dyer 2.0 and skippy's i don't know restart of his computer you, there is a middle ground to all of this which is Jafet tanganga also signed so happy to have him help us out in the back Unlike Skippy, he actually remembered that today was the day they were taking the photo. So he brought yeah. a polo shirt. They gave him an hour's notice yeah. to go yeah. home, take a shower, come back wearing a shirt. So he did wear a shirt. And, and we're just so happy to see Skippy, Dyer, and Jafet and see them more next season. Cool. Speaking of what you wear when you show up and you represent the club. This week on Twitter, from Last Word on Spurs, we got a peek at the potential new kit. I guess, is this confirmed? Is I don't this know. a rumor? We don't know. But they shared four photos of like home, away, third kit, and a fourth one, which we don't know. What <laughs> is that kit. for? <laughs> Whatever, just another, <laughs> throw another one in there. <laughs> and you know, they just look so unimpressive. And it's the thing with these like informal kit launches, it always looks like some cheap palenque knockoff. <laughs> Like, big box from a factory in China of unofficial merch that someone has, like, taken out of a crumpled plastic bag, laid down on the floor, taken pictures of, and shared the social. It looks, it looks a bit sad. It doesn't look, it doesn't look premium. It does not look premium. Nothing at all about it screams premium. And you'd think for a club that spent so much goddamn money on their you know, stadium, you'd want clean. And, and for the team that partners with Hugo Boss on your formal wear, you'd think they would have some like creative direction from these clearly aesthetically pleasing people that have helped them build a stadium or, you yeah. know, suit them up in Boss. So I hope that when we see the actual launch and if these are indeed the kits that look so much better on these gorgeous players because this was unimpressive. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Nike as a sponsor, really. This is what your you, <laughs> your kid looks like. 
<sighs> anyway. <sighs> anyway, something we are impressed by and are very, very excited to see is the another teaser dropped on Facebook on the official Don Hotspur <laughs> Facebook page for our all or nothing Amazon documentary. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Bezos formulated this pandemic just to add drama to this documentary. <laughs> Because you know that SNL like joke on Weekend Update wherein Bill Hader plays Stefan and talks about the latest clubs in New York and he's always just like, this club has everything. Well, this documentary <laughs> has everything. And in this teaser, we see Delhi feeding, hand feeding Eric Dyer as he plays video games, a couple of gummy worms. Like, what? It's It feels like a Mad Lib that you didn't think was real, and yet here we are. So super excited to see this Amazon documentary. We're doing a live viewing for sure. We should do a live tweet as we view this together, Asset. I don't care what time zone we, you're we in. We should. Sorry. It, sorry if it's, it's going to spoil anyone, yeah. but we have to We're talk doing about it. this. We're doing it. And definitely yeah. there will be a special bonus pod once that comes out just to discuss For this. sure, for sure. Oh. With every episode. <laughs> that I just, yeah, I just want to add to that moment with Delhi and Dyer. I, I thought that was the most, like, mom gesture I've ever seen from from Delhi. Like, your son's playing video games, so you kind of just pick up some food and put it in his mouth. <laughs> and he doesn't even, Dyer doesn't even, like, look up to see where it's coming from. He just kind of, like, trusts and opens his mouth and, like, <laughs> ah, Doesn't okay. look at what it is, doesn't ask what it is. It is a complete <laughs> trust fall. Open your mouth and someone puts food in it. Wow. <laughs> just cute. Exciting to look forward to this documentary as well. Speaking of parent-child relationships, we've now come to the best part of this podcast. Woo! It's what you've all been waiting for. It's now the baby's of the week section and what's special about this babies of the week baby of the week segment is that we're also going to be crowning our baby of the season so stay tuned for that kicking off this baby party is a gender reveal party from the kane household so in the past few weeks if you've been on instagram you would have for sure seen the most football striker gender reveal party (laughs) ever so I, I guess it's a post from Kate first, Kate Kane, teasing the gender reveal. It's a photo. And like, I just want to say that I love everything that she's wearing in this photo. I love her hair. I love her dress. I love her shoes. I love her makeup. I love her life. Can we be friends? <laughs> Thanks. Yes, you can. You can You can take <laughs> Kate. I'll take Maureen. And then we'll all just be a foursome of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> So while she teases that, like a little bit later, Kane posts on his Instagram the actual video of the gender reveal. And we notice that it's like in their backyard pitch or something. Um, There's a Zoom thing set up for their friends and family to watch what's going on. There's like a, a goal that's been set up. And in the goal is a giant football. And then Kane, being a striker, like kind of lines up a ball and then kicks a ball at this giant soccer ball. And then this giant soccer ball explodes into blue, which in a super heteronormative society, the society we happen to live in, means they're gonna have a son. I mean, Kane, a little Kane Jr., not that his daughters Vivian and Ivy couldn't be strikers themselves. In fact, whole football team, why not? It's just really Go cute. for it. Like, I-, I am also not really a fan of gender reveals, but this was super cute. And Harry just... 
imagine I, I was thinking like I wonder how many times they shot this but it's Harry motherfucking Kane he just once. needed one one shot once one shot no practice done <laughs> so while we're in the Kane household we want to say hey Harry happy birthday happy birthday Harry he also posted a photo on his birthday of him with his two daughters at the beach saying that he had a perfect birthday on the beach with his girls. What beach is this? Let us know. We want to stop. <laughs> I guess speaking of other babies, we've already featured baby Deli, baby Sunny, and now, I mean, technically this guy is still a baby. Baby Troy Parrot. This photo was taken, what, two weeks ago? Posted a <laughs> sepia-toned photo of him as a an infant, a fetus, next to his mom, uh, greeting her a happy birthday. And it's it's just really cute because that's how Troy looks now. Just put a baby's first kit on him and it's essentially him on the pitch right now. So baby Seriously? Troy Parrot uh, and Mama Parrot, I guess, belated happy birthday and stay cute. All right, now we move on to the Larice household. So last episode, we talked about how it seems like the Larice household minus Hugo were on holiday somewhere. But now it appears they're now all together. So two photos from this household, both from Marine, of course. One is Juliana and her baby, her super baby brother, Leandro. And they're, I don't know what's happening. Is he tickling her? Is he... <laughs> It's What's happening? It's it looks happiness. fun. It looks cute. <laughs> hashtag happiness. And another photo also from Maureen. She's with baby Leandro in a pool. And we've said in the past that she likes to use emojis to cover his face. Which, okay, fine. Respect it. Now she's using a f- an emoji, but... I don't know what's happening. It's just it's just cute. It's just a heart. Why not? There was an IG story as well that she posted of um, Hugo walking down like the steps with them. So you know he's already on holiday with them and just i expect more cuteness from the lurises on this summer break from the luris household we move on to of course our champion household the alder virals this week we unfortunately get no ayla however we do get some jays so toby of course equal opportunity father posted a photo of himself and jay's cuddling blue pajamas just looking very adorable and jay's obviously enjoying it to the max and excited to see more from jay's but let's be real guys over the past 22 episodes we've done every time we do baby of the week you've had a consistent winner after tabulation thanks to price Waterhouse Cooper, our uh, official auditor, uh, <laughs> we've come to realize and we want to acknowledge baby of the season. Drumroll, please. Thank you and congratulations to Ayla Alderweireld from Casa Alderweireld for winning our baby of the season. Ayla, every week you brought us joy and we're looking forward to seeing your summer holiday photos and more photos of you and Jace together. Congratulations, Toby and Shane. Congratulations. So well-deserved. Who else could it be? I mean, we just listened to our auditors, you know. It was totally objective. (laughs) They listened and audited our last 22 episodes, and they were like, I think she's won every week. Uh, I guess that means she wins the season. Congratulations, Ayla. We should send her a little, like, plaque or something. We should. We will. Watch out for it in the mail. Yeah, we'll send it via, um, I guess, one hotspur way. Unless you want to send us your address, Toby, then we can personally send it to your house. <laughs> Just let us know. 
just let us know. We're flexible. Yeah, yeah, We're sure. super just, flexible. Just tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> Our DMs are open. And with that, we want to say thank you to everyone who stuck out with us this season. Crazy, crazy season. And we're excited to take a quick breather. We'll definitely catch you guys in the season break, the summer breaks, once the Amazon documentary comes out and transfer news comes out. But uh, please tweet at us. We're still very much active on social media as the boys will be active on social media. So it's not like that takes a break. So you'll hear from us and we'd love to hear from you. So please tweet at us at Stocking Spurs for any holiday shenanigans the lads are up to that we somehow missed and we'd love to hear from you guys thank you acid yeah thanks patty thanks <laughs> for being on this wild 22 episode <laughs> journey super happy i wouldn't have had it done it if not for you guys and without you guys so excited and thanks to toby and everyone that's listened and <laughs> given us feedback <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, subscribe, smash that subscribe button over the holidays and and tell your friends about it. Uh, And we'll see you next time on Stocking Spurs. Come Come on, on, you Spurs. Spurs!